Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. Today, we're just going to roll out a little differently. We're going to go a little twofold because normally I would introduce our guest and dive right into them, all about them. And instead, today, we're just going to, we're going to wade into the pool up to our knees and uh, we're going to stay there for a little while, a little background before we do eventually take our plunge and be joined not only by our guests, but rumor has it, a special unannounced guest, which uh, stay tuned. You'll have to stay to the end for that. Some of the loudest feedback we've received is the one topic where people want to know more about our Sunday dinners. Uh, Most people, I don't even know if they have Sunday dinners or like for us, it was a given. It was an epic event. Every Sunday, we didn't even have to say attendance was mandatory, especially by my children, because it was. That went without saying the plans had to be finished in time for Sunday dinner. And everyone was welcome. It grew into and it grew and morphed really into this epic memory making meal shared and fondly remembered days filled with not only food and drink, but a lot of laughter, a lot of truth, a lot of Confessions, our Sunday dinner was a amnesty-free zone, which meant that you could talk about anything and you would not receive, obviously, any reprimand and or punishment because finally the truth set you free. And that was enjoyed not only by the kids, but quite honestly, by some of the adults who were also at the table at times. So... It all began because my husband, Bob, wanted to gather the family together. At the time, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, Bob's nephew and his family, my niece, cousins, friends who are family to us, you know, who your kids still refer to as uh, Aunt Mary and Uncle Frank, and anyone else who wanted to come, everyone was welcome. Just a little background, because there's a little bit of of definitely some differences uh, where we both came from. My in-laws entertained a lot when my husband was growing up, and my parents, who were good friends 
with my in-laws. They were at their house, at, as was I, as uh, as a kid growing up, and celebrated many a New Year's Eve at my unbeknownst at the time future in-laws. And my family did not entertain a lot, especially after we moved to uh, Long Island when I was five years old. We would maybe gather a crowd of our friends for Thanksgiving. We would eat off my mother's china, which would quickly go back into the break front on display until the following year. So our Sunday family dinner always started with a large pot of mama's rice, along with a host of other side dishes, appetizers, and then what also became known as the drink of the day. It was a day for people, obviously, to come to gather. We always had room. We always had food for anybody at the table. And if you were lucky to be celebrating a birthday, well, then you got to eat off of the special blue celebration plate. Yes, something that everybody looked forward to when it was their day. And while you were the special one on the blue plate, don't worry, everyone else ate off of, as you've guessed, my mother's china. For the 52 short years my mother was alive, I believe she enjoyed her china maybe 15 times. That's it. Those plates stayed on display for a very long time. So I was determined that every time we gathered on a Sunday... That was reason enough to celebrate. And so my mother's china was always set out and enjoyed. We didn't wait for a holiday on the calendar to celebrate anything as long as we could get together. And then, of course, drink of the day. If you can't follow the theme by now, plenty of food, mom's china. We would make up our own holidays. Uh, we would celebrate Easter on Saturday, which left the holiday for people to still enjoy time with their families. And then that gave us a pajama day. That's right. A day where you don't get dressed. It's so fabulous. There's naps and maybe some TV binging un- involved, but It's do not get dressed, do not leave the house. It's a whole lot of nothing, and it is a great reward after working so hard toward a holiday. So this all brings me finally to my guest. This is someone who has been an eyewitness. He's had eyewitness experience to Sunday dinners, to pajama days, just to name a few. I'm sure there's a lot I am forgetting this fine, smart, I should add handsome young man, has the best smile, which he was born with, and he's very friendly and outgoing, outgoing personality. He is crushing life and adulting 2.0 as he approaches his first quarter century here on this earth. He also does happen to be my favorite and only son, And so, finally, listen to us, your mother's podcast, Greg Rivera. (laughs) Finally, she did it. We finally made (laughs) it. We finally got to the finish line. How many years, a while, I talked about it, and you bothered me. Well, yeah, I mean, and then we bought the equipment. You You did, you did. And um, I just want to say sorry for, in in advance, for the guests coming. Um, I actually... (laughs) Picked him up on my way. Um, he was, he was just in the road and kind of seemed like right. he wasn't doing right. anything. Don't, 
He had, so, he had uh, some time yeah, on his hands. He had some hand. time, had some know, time on his hands. So I was speaking to Sunday dinner. I said, <laughs> yeah. why not run it up tonight? Yeah. So I invited him over. Great. Um, I the, think you guys are really going to enjoy it. The that. random stranger? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for I that. So. Okay, great. I appreciate that. So uh, as a guest, tell us about you, wherever you would like to start. Ah, I know. Jeez. It's loaded. Yeah, Listen, I, loaded I prepped you for this, my yeah, friend. So I, yeah, I you know, should be I, um, okay. So Pepper it. Wherever. This is crazy. I mean, I'm kind of falling apart now. You're my mom. You know who I am. But right now I'm the podcast host. True. true. Indeed. So I'll, I'll make it easy for you. Tell me some of your memories about Sunday dinners. And the only reason that I even bring this up and it was a topic, what was your essay for college? What was the subject matter? Yeah, it was. It was on uh, on Sunday dinners. And basically... I think that the topic or it, it was to write about anything, but I just kind of figured it was the easiest thing to write about because it happened so often and it was the closest thing to home. Mm. So, and you yeah. always never, as a matter of fact, because you brought an extra person with you now. So you always had a plus one or five or eight when you, when you were young, still do. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it was because we were always here, you know, the front yard was always the spot to play football, mini six, whatever it was. And my friends eventually would just kind of come in the kitchen and they're like, oh, mama's making rice. Mm. Um, we're we're going to stay for a while. Is that cool? And it's kind of Always. like how that ended up there. Which and, mama loved. Yeah. Mama, yeah. mama would love to I mean, more people everybody. ask me about her than anyone else. They're uh, like, oh, oh I'm I doing well too, but uh, <laughs> no, mama's doing good things. Yeah, mama. Mm, we miss her. Okay, so... When we first started, and, and maybe it didn't start out as a good thing because it was, you can't make plans on Sunday, we're having Sunday dinner, which meant you had to be home for Sunday dinner. Yeah, that's why I would just bring everyone here. Just easier. Bring, <laughs> bring the party here. Can't go here. anywhere, just bring everyone bring here. Bring everybody just, here, <laughs> yes, which is how it started with adding more and more people to the table again, which was which made it fun. Do you remember any of your confessions at the table because it was amnesty free? And I was, I feel like I was more of an observer. Uh huh. Um, Cause there were some, because, there were some heavy duty well, therapy. I think the, for the most part, you guys forget I was there. And <laughs> let's not forget that I was the youngest in the family for 18 years. Uh huh. So it was definitely a fly in the wall moment when, you know, you would hear Uncle John say, Say something. Correct. Uh, About his some, childhood. Yes. Childhood. Yes. Uh, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or, and I don't want to name how, names. How it affected him. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And definitely some uh, some trauma came up. And some I, trauma. I was like, this happened? Like, that was a thing? Yeah. And uh, yeah, just kind of carried on from there. Well, it's interesting because, you know, all the times that you're raised, and we're actually going to get into that in the next part when we start to talk about Father's Day and I'll say our relationships with our fathers, because again, it was a very different time than and how we've raised you yeah. in essence. And and again, from the kids, from the eyes of the kid, when you're like, wait a minute, can't you get arrested for that? Because yeah, today you can, back then you couldn't. And imagine going through that, you know, I'm sure he embellished a few things, but still. Yeah. Yeah, and especially now that I'm older, you know, hanging hanging with dad's buds, and they're telling me about these stories. Yeah, going back, like I definitely, real life, man. I, I'm like, oh, okay, he is my dad. Like, yeah, it did happen. Yes, real real life. So, and we're just gonna go here, go there, on a, in no specific order. So, college. 
you go to, uh, and I'm using air quotes because you certainly did not take advantage of the preparatory Catholic high school. And that's a keyword that was supposed to prepare you for college. Did you quite take advantage of that, uh, yeah, that like, experience? I think it prepared me, uh-huh. um, in other ways. Yes. Like Academically. Oh, stuff, I know. But, that was a pain. I can't um, believe you had to do that. Look, there was a lot of rules there. And you yes. know, you had to figure out how to tread the water with staying above, but still you can't get in trouble because mm. you get in trouble too much you're out. Right. So you just learned how to uh how to navigate that fine line. And I definitely think that's helped me in my adult life and my college life. How, and- so so you're a navigator and a pivoter and you hated first of all, the uniform. I loved the uniform a simple shirt tie i grew on the uniform you at did. first i didn't like the uniform oh it was the uniform i didn't want to leave my friends i didn't want to leave uh true everything i've known for until eighth grade it's all i knew was playing sports in the front yard and playing right with them. right and um, then what happened and then what happened was um you know after the first year in ninth grade i definitely stayed local didn't go too far and then i started making friends there and you know, found out that there was a lot more friend groups just like my friend groups and branched off, saw all of Long Island, saw what it had to offer and crazy. Yeah, have a have yeah. back. And have a nice <laughs> and a, and have a nice group of what I call keepers. Yeah, I mean I still have my core group of mm-hmm. fifteen to twenty high school friends that I see basically every weekend. Yeah. It's a luxury. Not everybody enjoys that. And as life goes on, it's a treat that you do still get to enjoy all of your life and all of your trials, tribulations, and successes with people who at that point knew you when and knew you then as you get older. Yeah, but it all kind of comes together, especially like going to a SUNY school upstate, just because everyone's from Long Island. So at that point, it became, oh, you're friends with so-and-so, your so-and-so, friend, yeah, you play the name group. game, and then right. now you're chilling with so-and-so's best friend from when they grew up, and then you come home and you all get together and just kind of grows from there. So that's kind of how the, the relationships stay intact. You really grew that a lot because they're friends with and they're friends with and they go to this school, but I'm over here. Yeah, and exactly. and then you just all hang out together. After college, we went and bought you these two or three rather large suitcases, packed every article of clothing that you probably owned, which was a lot, almost equivalent to what a girl your age would have and dropped you at the airport to fly across the world because you went to to Australia. That is where you decided you would do your unpaid internship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it paid, it paid off. It paid (laughs) off, but it wasn't paying you when you were there. I I mean, what's money? You know, what is it's just energy, quite honestly. No, I'm just kidding. No, I definitely, I would definitely do wish they paid me. Um, I was, I was struggling there for a minute. <laughs> um, but, I wish they paid but, you too. Because, uh, yeah. no, I mean, the experience that was definitely worth it. Um, you weren't nervous at all, or were you? No, not really. I knew what I was getting into, and I knew I would eventually make friends. I didn't know exactly what I'd be walking into, obviously. And I think a big, one of the most major things that we weren't, we both weren't ready for was, I didn't know it got cold there. And (laughs) we did not pack any jackets. No, we didn't. I tried packing cold clothes and you said, you fool, what are you doing? It's It's summer there. And it didn't rain the first. first Oh my God. That's so right. It just rained every day. Oh, right. Because you didn't get to the beach till right before you left. No, it's freezing. 
That was crazy. Yeah. That was wrong. It's, I mean, you, you, that was just wrong. The, the, the books are wrong here, I guess. I it guess they are. It was correctly. It was, it was, didn't get the memo. It was definitely bogus information, but the amount of clothing that you took and we weighed it and oh my God, it was. I wore it for a while because I wasn't, you know, doing laundry that often. So. Of course not. Well, that's Figured why, that's why more. there's quantity, right? Yeah. You never run out. Exactly. That's smart. Wow, your mother's really smart. She raised you well. We've grown now. We do we do laundry now. But. Okay. That's nice to know. <laughs> All right. So speaking of that, because I have so many proud mother moments, and at the same time, in birth order, you are the youngest. You have two older sisters. This, yes. this isn't like this is your life. We're just recapping. Oh, yeah. The youngest, the favorite. The favorite son. Mm-hmm. The greatest gift from God you were. It was a nice uh, surprise in the souvenir. Where do you think we went? Right. I always like to start high. (laughs) (laughs) Where did we go right? Like, you know, I'm so glad my parents taught me or I'm so glad they always told me to, I don't know. I'm so glad my mother would always used to say, did you brush your teeth every day? She only just stopped last year. But what what are some of those things? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Wow. I I actually don't. (laughs) I don't talk about this too much. Like, wow, you know, I'm so... So happy that I learned to take care of myself. No, but I mean, I don't know. I definitely think you gave me a lot more freedom than my sisters got. Uh, very true. Definitely paid off. We were older and tired. Found my way. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of always been that way. And I, that's kind of why I think I did well in Australia too, just because I knew what I was getting into and I take care of myself. Yeah, but you've always had this ridiculous air of confidence, which is such a good thing to have because you always know you can figure something out. I think I don't, you know, there's rare occasions that I've seen you panic and I can't honestly remember. No, I panic sometimes. I definitely panic. Okay. And I just. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So now let's go with an easier one that might come to mind. Uh, since we've spent all of this time listing all the things we've done correctly, where, like from your observation, would you be like, Listen, guys, as parents, uh, hmm, yeah, maybe uh, you missed it. You know, I, I really don't have one of those moments. You know, I, growing up, I thought that going to St. Anthony's was the worst thing ever and it ended up being, you know, one of, one of my most favorite decisions that you guys made for me. I mean, walking into the test, my dad looked at me and said, if you try to fail this test, you will never play lacrosse again. And I looked him back in the eyes and I said, okay, I understand. And I went in and I answered that test. A, B, D, C, D, C, B, A, D, like the whole test. And somehow they still let me in. Um, now, do I um, think there would have yeah. been repercussions if I didn't get in and did that? Of course. And I was aware of that. That being said, like with that type of stuff, now that, we're, now that I'm older and I, you know, I'm out of high school, I could talk about this. Um, mm. I've, I feel like I've always kind of been able to just come to you guys and if I was honest about, you know, what was going on, there wasn't Somewhat as honest. much. Somewhat honest. I, I would tell... I would tell the truth. Uh-huh. Okay. I would tell as much of the truth ah, that you Ah, okay. As much as. As much as you needed to know. As much as I needed to know. And then in some time and years later, more would reveal itself. Perhaps. To finish the story. Yeah. In, Once like the statute of limitations uh-huh. expired. Yeah. Per se. That's always important. Yeah. That's always very, very important to, to cover your ass. All right. So that now just brings me to my next part, which is why I wanted you. And as my, my first male 
guest as this is uh, somewhat yes. of a, a female platform oh, but I didn't well no 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 but you know what as women as mothers and we have daughters and we have sons your voice and your perspective is important and i'm always curious about that mm-hmm. so we are coming off of well forget celebrating me my birthday and mother's day in may how can we forget, how can we, forget? we can't and along comes june and it's Father's Day. So my relationship with my dad, who God willing will be 89 before the year is out, uh, very, very different. And growing up, he was my father, but maybe a stranger. He didn't know how to spell my name. Every year at tax time, he would say, you spell your name with an F or a PH. Okay, feeling the love. And it wasn't until obviously after my mom passed I'm 28 years old. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I have two kids. I've now lost my mother and I'm left with a stranger. I don't know him, but he doesn't know me either. So I come to this relationship, not as, and I'm the baby as you are, but I don't come as the baby. I come as, as I'm an adult. I'm a woman right now. And, you know, yes, you're my dad. But we, we're kind of equals here because you're not taking care of me anymore. And since that time, we have a very different relationship. A good one. What was yours? With grandpa? Or no, with with dad. Just, I don't know. We were always, you know, we were always together. Yes. So it really didn't seem, you know, definitely didn't feel that way. Yeah. Very involved. Yeah, very involved. I, again, yeah. it was day, just a very. One, whether it was starting with soccer when I was four and then <laughs> t-ball and he was always the coach and he was always yelling and, and then my friends started playing and just got older and you know mm-hmm. everyone he was always there so uh never really you know never really knew what it was like without him until I went to college and it was definitely an adjustment for both of us because well didn't he I always don't need say- as much help anymore and <laughs> you, just, you don't need to help me with everything but also didn't he want to go with you he well, wanted yeah. to go with you. Yeah. He wanted to well, be a Well, in roommate. the college process, he's like, well, I'd like to go here. I mean, we could play <laughs> golf. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this is not This is not a, t- a two-person ticket. But no, I mean, I, I knew it was definitely hard um, just because, you know, we were together every single day, and especially driving home from high school, literally every single every day. Every day, so right. Some of those conversations were good. Some of them were bad. Definitely hit every end of the spectrum um, well, in that college that's... process. Right. But, um, you know, once we made it, once we became adults, it was kind of the same thing. Yeah, we did miss you. Still, um, you know, we still- missed you, but then we really started having fun. So Yeah, was- that is crazy. I know, that is. Dad uh- told me the neighbors moved just because you guys were doing so loud. <laughs> yeah. Did not- they move? Can they you confirm or not. deny for I, the audience? I can- they did not <laughs> They moved because they of my family. After I left, they, they decided didn't to start didn't move. Fun. Oh, wait. One of them did move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not after you left. And, and Directly when, after I left. What are you talking they, about? And it wasn't because of us. It was definitely because of you and, and the neighbors. So mm-hmm. is this the guy that you found? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I picked up a buddy of mine on the way here. Like I said, I don't know what he was doing. He was kicking some rocks on the side of the road, hitchhiking and digging a hole. I don't know what. Collecting cans. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, this is my buddy. Uh, this is my dad, Bob. 
Um, definitely want to give Bob you Rivera. You know what? I speak of both of them always in third person, not just first name. So everybody knows that when I speak of Greg, it is Greg Rivera. And that comes from third person, Bob Rivera, the legend. Um, Hello, fans. <laughs> How's everybody? <laughs> okay. okay. This so, is going to be a short I'm interview. Set, no, Mom, I'm sorry. We're talking. Um, so like I said, folks, we found I was brought in here on short notice. You wasn't prepared. No, I had things going on. And this is why. <laughs> I have things going on. I'm pretty busy right and, now. And this is why. Okay. Again. I and usually, we're all together I, again. We're all together again. And I can do like one guest at a time. I'm The surprise thing kind of. I, know, had, I dragged me, him in. I roped him into it. Threw me for a loop. Okay. So Father's Day. Talk about your dad. My dad. Yeah. My dad. My dad was my best buddy. We, similar to my son to my left, we, my dad and I did a lot of things together. We had some very, very good heart to heart conversations. Uh, I, like you, I was the baby of the family. And he unfortunately retired very early due to a disability. So, spent a lot of time with me doing different things because he was retired. When you were in college, yeah. When when I was in college, he he was he was home, and you know that was a tough separation for him. Similar to ours, when when our boy went to college. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, I played baseball, and I had practice at six thirty in the morning on a Saturday, and my dad was sitting in the dugout one day. And I raised my hand and I asked the coach if I can go see my dad. And the coach said, yeah, sure, Bobby, go ahead. And I said, dad, you know, what are you doing here? And he said, I, well, I wanted to see you play ball. And I said, well, what did you tell mom? I told her I was going for a ride. I said, five hours ago? It's it's 6.30 (laughs) in the morning. So, you know, I said, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at my room after practice in about an hour. And when I went to my room, after he had searched my drawers and everything, uh, looking for weed or whatever, I don't know what he was looking for, uh, just checking up on me because he was a retired cop, he was drinking beers with my friends on my hallway. Mm-hmm. So, and he, he would spend the day and We'd have a few beers and then we'd go out to dinner and then he'd drive home again the same day. Mm. So we, we did a lot of stuff similarly, you know, like, like Gregory, he, he tried to come to as many of my games as he possibly could. He was a great guy that, you know, we lost too, too, too soon. soon. Indeed. So Greg, you hear that, you know, those stories, what kind of a father do you think you're going to be, or do you want to be? Yeah. I mean, one day, not, Anyway, no, soon. there are hazards of sex, so be um, careful. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely think that I almost feel of us as more than like friends than you know a father son relationship sometimes. And you feel and, do, but do you feel those that now that you're older? I yeah, mean, yeah. not growing up yeah, because growing up, the authority. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like there was... fear of doing wrong for the most part. You know, I was always able to talk to him. I was able to see him. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, you kind of hear that you know some people don't get that lucky. Yeah, so you think about it. Indeed. So that's why I knew I wanted you again as the guest to talk about dads for Father's Day. I asked for a weed whacker. (laughs) 
You got Yankee tickets. And instead you got Yankee tickets. So, Cry him a river. Yeah. Wah, wah. So with that, I want to thank both of my guests today for being with us. This has been fun. Yeah, and fun. definitely a little unscripted and but this what off the dome yeah, no more than that but it's actually really thrilling to sit at the microphone with greg who kept saying when are you making the podcast the one who kept pushing who bought the microphone not this one because now i have a nice one but who bought the first <laughs> microphone and well, said, she <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Jeez. I didn't know it at the time. I got the really nice one, but you believed in it that much. Yeah, of course. I mean, you want to do it. I there did. Nothing holding you back. And so. I'm having a and I'm having a blast. And now, look, two for the price of one. Guests, okay. Thank oh, yeah, you. It's a package deal. It's a, it so is a package. We're going to interview together. <laughs> How about we interview? <laughs> That could be that could be another one. That could be well, a future podcast. That could be a future podcast, indeed. No, like I'll Stephanie, more than seven minutes Stephanie tells all. I said we were bringing you in at the end. Yeah, I, originally, sure. it might have been three minutes, but yeah. I did give you more. So thank you, everybody. I'm going to yeah. drop this guy back off where I found him. <laughs> um, it's always a pleasure speaking to my mom's listeners, and I appreciate you having me on. Okay, so that wraps up our entertainment portion of the evening. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Again, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple, on Spotify, anywhere you listen to your pods. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, any ideas, comments, go to our website, joyfoundhere.com. A happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. It's not easy, but hang in there. It's worth it. Till the next time, have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.